Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Purpose, Passion, and Coffee. This is your host, Christian J. Lynch speaking. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today. Know your purpose, pursue your passion, and most importantly, enjoy the process. Let's get it. Hey, welcome to an episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have a special guest today. Um, he's done a lot of uh, a lot of has a lot of skills in photography and videography. He's uh, definitely the up and coming new photographer. I feel like in Kansas City, a lot of the work that he's done is, is amazing. Some of the best. Um, you can find him at Insta at Dawson Put Off Twelve. You can find him another is his car um, Insta at Dawson underscore Cars underscore. He has also a website Dawson Put Off Photography Also, his last name is a little unique, so it's spelled P U T T H O F F um, for the last name. Um, so not only is he very skilled in the things that he does and he's so passionate um, about it, but he's also a good friend of mine and I just want to welcome uh, Dawson Putoff uh, to the podcast. How you doing, man? Good. Thanks yeah. for having me, dude. Of course, brother. Um, so we're sipping on some uh, some coffee today, some post coffee. Yes, sir. Yeah. I remember I texted you saying, what type of coffee did you want? And uh, I know post is a usual for you and um honestly the ethiopian is what we have yep and uh it's pretty solid uh it's like uh i can tell why you like it a lot so dude it's impossible to go wrong with post i know, I know. actually they just i just tried a new seasonal mm-hmm. and um i'm actually kind of hyped about it it's called uh the puppy chow puppy chow they literally give you a cup of puppy chow like you know the little uh checks mix yeah chocolate. and oh, then that's, that's it's like amazing. a a mocha with peanut butter flavoring and it, i mean like no joke it's no already joke. Out. Like, it's, it's already amazing out. yeah so I highly recommend it. Like I got, okay. it. I'm gonna go after this and get yes, one. So get it. Like, you went yesterday, right? I did. You texted me yesterday. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Post. If you've never been, it's a it's a small smaller shop in Lee Summit, but it's probably the most uh, probably well known shop coffee shop in Lee Summit. The great staff, amazing people, and actually today I didn't even know it's National Coffee Day. So what better way to sip on some of the best oh. coffee here in Lee Summit? Um, but yeah, man. Before like, kind of getting into like the business sides of thing of your skills of f- photography and videography, uh, kind of tell us a little bit about y- yourself and kind of your upbringing as a kid. Yeah, um, man. Grew up in a really, really good family. Um, my parents were uh, super supportive. Grew up in Kansas City my whole life. Born and raised here. Um, I have two older sisters. Um, so if anyone knows and has older siblings or older sisters, particularly um, being the youngest. And a boy, like, man, I got bullied as a kid with my sisters. <laughs> they uh, they were brutal, which was good because it kind of toughened me up. But it's kind of funny that um, being a younger brother, you get bullied from your siblings. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I grew up uh, in a great family. And um, my parents um, always challenged me to be the best I can be. Um, my mom always, always, always told me, to, like, if I commit to something, then I'm going to do it. And so whether that was sports growing up, she was like, hey, you committed this time. Like you said, you were going to play this sport. So if I wanted to quit, she's like, you said it, like you're going to play it. And like, you're going to finish your commitment. And so that was kind of like my mentality growing up was if I ever start something like, and I say I'm going to do it, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to finish it out. Um, so, um, yeah, that's kind of a little bit about my upbringing. Yeah. Did you, um, as far as like sports and stuff, what kind of sports did you play? Um, while like, like in, when you were younger, yeah. high school? So I grew, I grew up playing uh, baseball. That was my number one sport. Um, I was always a bigger kid, like, compared to my grade. Yeah. So I was always, like, naturally. What do you mean by bigger? Like, were you taller or just I was taller. Like, I just grew okay. faster than okay. everyone else. Yeah. Um, and I was just, like, naturally, like, when people say, like, a natural athlete, I guess I was, like, naturally athletic at certain sports or almost everything, but I was never, like, great at one sport. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like, baseball. I played baseball growing up. Um, 
I played some competitive up through elementary school, and then I switched over to basketball, wrestling. Um, I played some football in high school. Um, I ran cross country, so I tried to do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was kind of like playing sports. Yeah. So, did you have a favorite one out of all of those? Basketball. Basketball. Why basketball? Basketball was so fun. Uh, the team aspect and then just like, um, I don't know, the pace of the game was mm. just really fun. Yeah. Um, and there was just like so much that goes into it, like the the tiny details of like knowing where your feet need to be and how to move and how to like cut at a certain time and to set up your defender so that you could like break away or get a score or something. So yeah. that was like my favorite part of basketball. Yeah. A lot of details. Definitely. I mean... You're always moving back and forth um, in the game. That's like the one sport that I never really could comprehend as <laughs> yeah. much. You know, I know we've been around and with with being really close in the past year in the same group and stuff and hanging around mm-hmm. um, in the same circle. I'd say like a lot. Of, most of us guys are pretty athletic. Um, yep. We can pretty much do anything. But like basketball is like the one thing that just like you know I don't know I don't know what it is. But uh, it's yeah, and it's definitely and obviously basketball is probably a little different than uh, for you than running cross country. Oh uh, yeah. Right? Would you say cross country is probably the most mentally challenging sport physically in some ways? Or yeah, I mean, <laughs> cross country was not my favorite sport. Hmm. Um, I ran it and like I played, but man, like practices they sucked. Like. And it was mentally just like exhausting, like because yeah. when you're running for 3.1 miles, it's your brain. Something happens in your brain, like everything in you just wants to stop. Mm. It's just like oh, yeah. stop doing what you're doing. Like this is dumb. Yeah. And and I'm like agreeing with myself. I'm like yes, this is yes. this is yeah. stupid. Like but no one likes running. Oh no. Like, I, I, no. If someone ever says like they like running, I don't know if they're lying to themselves or oh. if they switch their brain and like they they're I don't know. No, 100%. Like I would ask people at the meets, like other teams, yeah. and I'd be like, hey, like why are you running this sport? <laughs> like I don't understand. Like I don't know why I'm doing it. And like they're like. Man, we don't know either. And then like the gun goes off and we're racing. It's and like, it starts running. Like, this we don't is the really dumbest thing I've ever done. Like, Mom, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, like, but I committed. Yeah. So I got to finish it. So that that seems, that's pretty fascinating to me that, you know, that the fact that the influence of your mom having your life to be committed, I would say that's probably the big thing is setting those habits. You're asking yourself, why am I even running? But if I think maybe it comes back to a little bit of, hey, I started this thing. I might not like it. Yeah. Or really see myself doing this longer, but hey, I committed to something I want to see it through. Yeah. Um, so I find that really, that, I mean, you got to thank your mom for that. Oh, um, for real. You know? I'm grateful. Yeah. So after high school, what was, so you graduated, what year did you graduate? 2016. And how old are you right now? So I'm 22. Okay. Okay. And then after you graduated high school, where did you go from there? Uh, so after high school, uh, I was graduating in 2016. I joined the army um, in 2015. Um, as a junior mm-hmm. and so I went to basic training in between my junior year of high school and senior year so that summer yeah I um, went to basic training came back after basic training and I uh, finished out high school and then after high school finished I went to another training for three months um, and after that training I was like sweet like I finished my army training I'm mm-hmm. now I just have to do a weekend out of the month um, and I was gonna start school because school is paid for um, the National Guard they pay for it too. the National Guard so National Guard pays for um, they pay for all your tuition, which mm-hmm. is um, one of the reasons I went with the National Guard. Yeah. Um, and so uh, after that, I was like, I'm going to get in school. Uh, I started signing up for classes at uh, Longview. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once I, I had I enrolled for all these classes, I wanted to do physical therapy. Um, and once I enrolled, I actually like went to my unit after that training. And they're like, hey, in 15 days, you're deploying. 
That's crazy. Like, pack your bags. <laughs> like, tell your girlfriend, tell your family, like, you're gone for a yeah. year. And, and that's rare to have that happen, right? You say, yeah, most, like, like, it's, it's not. Usually it's it's yeah. not normal. Because I have a bunch of friends who they've never been deployed in the National Guard and they never even had to. Yeah. For, for some of them. And none of these guys, this de- this unit hasn't deployed, like, in. I don't think they've ever deployed. I so, think I was on the first deployment so and rookie, I just happened to show yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, hey, you're the new guy, the youngest. Like, yeah. You're you're gone. Like, oh sweet. Like, what was your mindset behind that? You oh, like, dude. Do you like? Do I regret this? Why am I doing this? Oh, it, yeah. I was kind of caught off guard because, um, well, I was very off guard. I mean, imagine someone come up to you and be like, "Hey, the next year of your life in 15 days, everything's changing." And where did you go? Qatar. Yeah, that's crazy. And man, I I had to cancel all my classes. I had to like all that stuff. I had the whole process done. I I you know got books. I had all this stuff. Like classes were starting like the next week, hmm. and they're like, "Hey, by the way, you're leaving." So I was like, uh, like, so I had to tell my family, like pack my bags and, and then I was gone. So wow. it just, everything changed literally in 15 days. Yeah. What was your experience like? Is it, how long did you get to play for? So I was gone for a year. Yeah. Um, I had two months training in the States and then nine months in Qatar. Wow. So overseas and then one month back in just to kind of debrief. So that was like uh, just kind of the timeline there. What was that experience like being away from family for that long in a new environment with new people? What were some of like, the challenges you faced like being away? Because I know that would challenge me in so many different areas. Yeah. the It was hard. Like leaving the family. Like I'm, a, I'm huge in family. I think family mm-hmm. is one of the number one things. And I hold family dear, um, dear and close to me. Um, and so leaving them was really hard. Um and just like getting, it was, it was, it just threw me in a, an uncomfortable spot where all my comforts that I've ever known in America, like were gone, hmm. like within that 15 days, like, you know, if it's, um, doing whatever you want to do on a weekend, like that ain't happening anymore. Like yeah. if it's just like comforts of living in a house as AC, like ain't happening anymore. Like you're living in a room with a ton of dudes that smell and they're just like <laughs> nasty looking dudes. And you're just like, why am I here with these guys? Yeah. Like, and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's 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 crazy how that that kind of plays on your mind. Um, but overall, like just leaving the family, it taught me a lot. Like mm. it, it showed me that I have to like it made me grow up really fast. I yeah. think that's what the military did to me is like I just had to grow up. Do you think that was good for you? Do you think like it made you grow up too too fast? I know there's people talking about man, I grew up, this guy grew up way too fast just because of this traumatic thing or because of this area. Or do you feel like it was a good balance for you? I think it was good. I don't. I was thinking on that. Like, I don't know if I can ever, if you could ever grow up too fast. Hmm. Um, because, like, what are we growing up from is a good question to kind of ask. Like, are we growing up to be more um, more of a man? Are we, like, you know, are we putting away the childish things? Or, yeah. like, are we, like, what is it that we're, we're after? And I know, like, for me, I just had to, I had to just, like, instead of depending on um, other people as much, like, I had to just figure out, hey, if I'm going to survive, like, I have to depend on more of myself. Hmm. Or like, uh, and that's not necessarily like in the surviving side, but like, um, smaller details like, yeah. uh, paying certain things like bills or, um, you know, learning how to clean up after yourself, keep yourself this way. Like it's no longer like, Oh, I'm in like my mommy's here to take care of yeah. me. You know, it's yeah. like that kind of growing up really yeah. fast. Or you're forcing, there's no option. Yeah. Like, it's just like uh, you survival of the fittest kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, I remember you telling me that and even for the people that are listening, I mean, not that many people go through that. Um, like that you sign up to get everything paid for in the school physical therapy assistant um, and then that kind of just blows goes you go through that process and you're like wow um, and it seems like you've come out better and stronger after that um, would you say a lot of those things 
getting deployed has played into a lot of your life right now and so to who you are as a person? Yeah, 100%. Um, deployment definitely shaped me um, into a new man. Like I came back different, um, not in a way that was like, uh, like my mental game was off, but it was more of uh, the fact like I was just, I saw a different side of life over there. Yeah, like a different perspective. Almost. Yeah, I just came home with a different mindset. Like it was, I was way more grateful for the things I had mm-hmm. um, and the comforts that America has. And I like, bet, I bet post coffee hit different oh, in the morning. Yeah, oh, I can't tell you how much like that was a coffee. Wow. Yeah. 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 We could t- we could talk a long time on how bad <laughs> coffee was over there. Oh, I bet. Like, it probably was, was it worse than like Folgers and stuff. Dude, it was it was the <laughs> it was motor oil. Dude, that is thick. bad. <laughs> it was thick like oil. It was blacker than oil like it was so nasty like i mean you can literally like oh i can't even explain like sugar and creamer did not help it that's terrible and so when you had to drink it just to like survive over there to stay awake see if you talking about this i don't know if i feel it sounds bad because you know how much i love coffee but i don't don't know if i'd be able to survive then it it was uh yeah it was hard yeah (laughs) but yeah man so being deployed, coming back, you know, you're in school, physical therapy, um, you know, doing all that. You just passed those classes, what, just earlier this year, I think? Yeah, I graduated last, this graduated. last summer. Yeah. Um, and so, and you're still kind of applying for jobs or something like that right now because mm-hmm. I know the virus hit. So that's kind of kind of a crazy ordeal. Everything kind of got put on hold with yeah. a lot of those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so going into like photography, this is kind of funny to me. It's like, you know, you go from National Guard to, you know, possibly being a physical therapy assistant and all those classes and stuff like that. And now photography, yeah. you know, like I, as far as me, I guess I'm being stereotypical. I wouldn't put a guy who's been in the army, been deployed and who's going to be a physical therapy assistant to a guy who's really pursuing photography, shooting weddings, shooting yeah. cars, yeah. um, doing uh, senior photos, whatever that is. Um, videography too. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't, it doesn't necessarily add up, but I think that's the fascinating and cool story about you Dawson. Cause you, you can't put anyone in a box and you've proved that. So, um, yeah. How did that, how did that come about, um, from, from your past and what kind of inspired you to pursue more so photography and videography? Yeah, that's, yeah. Kind of a loaded question. Cause to, to answer that, you have to kind of know the backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like in high school, I played football, I, um, my freshman year of high school, um, I got injured real bad. Like I got a kid speared me in the back with his helmet and broke my L4 vertebrae in three different spots. Mm-hmm. And so from that injury, I had to like do physical therapy. And that's where I learned to love physical therapy because I went and I saw like, man, this is so encouraging. People are like loving on everyone. I'm seeing people get better, graduating physical therapy. They're getting out of wheelchairs. They're um, like moving, like their their lives are getting changed because like someone's helping them hmm. know how to help them and like heal their bodies. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Like I want to do that. If I can do that for someone else because they did it for me, like I want to do that. Yeah. So that's what I originally started with physical therapy. Now, um, in high school, um, my family got in a little bit of financial trouble. Um, we just, we didn't have much growing up. Like I, I always had to work for everything. Like if I was going to buy, um, a t-shirt, like my parents aren't going to buy me big mm-hmm. clothes. Like I, I would go buy that clothes. Or my, so yeah. I just learned how to value money and like how to save and how to work. And I've always been working from a young age. Um, and so with that mindset, I was like, um, I just always knew I had to work hard and college was coming around the corner. I was a sophomore in high school and I remember my parents sat me down and they're like, Hey, we're not going to be able to pay for your first car. We're not going to be able to pay for your college. And I was like, it was no shock to me. I like knew that, but mm-hmm. they just sat me down to tell me, Hey, like this is kind of finalized. Like mm-hmm. we can't. Yeah. Um, and I was like, totally get it. Like I knew that. So, um, one day I heard about the national guard 
and I've always had like curiosity to serve. Like I've always wanted to serve my country. Um, I've always thought I was like a some type of patriot. I don't know. I wasn't like that kid in high school. That I know you think of that kid in your mind where you're like, oh, that patriotic kid. Like that wasn't me necessarily. Yeah. No, yeah, it's not. I true. just like yeah. liked. Um, I just enjoyed this country, mm-hmm. and like I just kind of wanted to give back. If that made sense. Um, so I always wanted to serve. I just didn't know how. And I liked the idea of a challenge. Um, like Marines sounded really cool. Like, oh, like this challenge. Like they're like the brave, the few, you know, yeah, like that's like, proud. Oh, like, yeah, they're so like, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, awesome. Like that's dope. Um, and then like the army, like the same kind of way and like seals, like that was like an option. I'm like, oh man, like that's so cool. Um, I'm like, I like a challenge. I want to, I want to be challenged. Um, well with army or like the national guard, I found out that they paid for all my school. Uh, most branches only pay for half. And so through that National Guard, the state comes in and they'll pay some of your tuition as well. So that's how I was like, oh, they pay for all of it. That makes sense to me because I need my school paid for. Yeah. Um, that was one of the big reasons I wanted to, to join um, as well as serving. And so um, with that happening, like I used the National Guard to help pay for college so that I could graduate physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, at, as, at the same time serving, um, and then with physical therapy, I met some people that did photography and I have a, I have some family members that are in photography and I just heard like, um, their schedules. I heard how much they make doing weddings and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, what? Sounds kind of good. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, that's a sweet gig. Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. like, uh, and normally I would say like wedding photographers are normally girls. Like they normally dominate the market. Um, yeah. And it makes, so makes sense. I mean, normally yeah. they're really, really yeah. Phenomenal. I've worked with so many really, really good photographers. Um, but like the reason um, it's cool for them is like they like to be stay at home moms. So they can edit photos at home with the kids, you know, yeah. and that's like, that's a sweet gig for them because they're making good money and they might work a week in a month. A, it's a win win for them. Yeah, yeah. And they get to like grow their, like teach their kids how to live. Like that's, that's blows my mind. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I yeah. Like, I want that. And so photography, one of the big things that stood out to me was the availability you get when. Photography is like your uh, your source of income. Mm-hmm. Like I would just have more free time now with the idea of photography than I would if I worked a full time job in physical therapy. Yeah, and I make more money doing photography than I would physical therapy. therapy. And so yeah. I'm like, okay, it's a win and it's a win. So therefore, it makes sense to pursue that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of I don't know if I answered the exact question, but that's yeah. like the whole upbringing into like I mean, boom, 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 hitting all these careers and ideas yeah it's kind of cool how god closed doors in certain ways opened them um i feel like that's a, it's a big pattern in life where it's like you didn't know what this was gonna happen like if i would have came to you dawson and i'm like some guy on your shoulder and say hey yeah dawson do <laughs> photography in 2020 yeah you'd probably laugh and be like yeah There's, i'm not doing photography for sure um and then even like the inspiration behind it i think you were doing some i don't know if you mentioned it you're doing some traveling i think last year at group mm-hmm. i remember you're doing like some in the summer yeah and i remember you weren't doing it wasn't anything like paid for or anything like that it was just you having fun trip sure. going around the trips um and doing that i remember like you like possibly want to get better with that um how was that you know traveling and taking photos Cause i remember just the excitement you had yeah and i was like i can i was like i can feel it but the thing is it's <laughs> that I'm, I'm different than you i'm like yeah. yeah it's exciting but it's it's definitely more your style so kind oh, of like yeah. this share that that experience with with them yeah so photography really kicked off um about a year ago when i went on some travels and it was like you were saying it was just like fun it was just um enjoying the trip but i wanted to document it and i wanted to like share it with others so i was like man all these dope places i've always wanted to go to like yosemite national park or 
um, Sequoia or uh, just in Seattle, Washington, whatever, like you name it. Like I just wanted to share it and capture it. Um, so I bought a camera a long time, well, I say a long time ago, it was uh, beginning of 2018. And it was a small little $500 camera. I had two mm. lenses with it. It was a little kit I got on Black Friday. Um, nothing special about it. It's almost as good as your iPhone. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, well, the first really, iPhone's now. Yeah. yeah, for real. And uh, man, I I just like took that thing and I was just like, I'm gonna try to capture stuff. And I, I learned, I tried to edit and try to get a flow. And so I've been practicing photography for about three years now. Um, but that trip really showed me like, man, this is what it's like. I just enjoy this. Mm. Like I really like capturing stuff um, and like trying to share it, especially through like social media. Like if I can help or show someone or encourage them to like Bring go them on value. a trip. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, like, let's go. Like yeah. that's a dope place. I want to go there. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of like, I started getting all this good feedback and people were like, man, like your photos are like great. And in reality, I look back and I'm like, they were not that great. Yeah. But like I was getting good feedback. Yeah. So well, they're great, but obviously me. compared to now, yeah. you, you grow. I mean, you don't want to be the same all the, you know, for the first year than to now you are here. So And it just fueled me to keep going yeah. and to like try new things and, yeah. and grow in that. And so that's kind of how I, I got started with the traveling and the photography. And, and man, that's the dream, right? Like yeah. we can travel and take pictures of stuff. Like, yeah. Sign and that's up. and that's your dream too. Oh like, man, that, that would be so sweet. That's that's unique in that way because I think everyone has like a different dream, and I think for most people that'd be like pretty awesome. But I think I love how there's definitely two sides. You look at the money, and then also the enjoyment of when when pursuing something. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool that you're like, oh my goodness, that income. But I find it more intriguing to me, and just more valuable when you're like, hey, I actually really enjoyed. I started to really enjoy the process of doing yeah. photography and awesome. getting better and looking back, and people would say good things and like they would want to, you know. Because I feel like the money can be there, but it only could last so long. But when you really enjoy it, and I know there's not that many people that I know personally that really enjoy it like you do and really take your, your work that serious. Um, and I think that's just because it's not always the money, but it's because there's something deep down inside where like, uh, this is a passion of mine and yeah. I, I th- thoroughly love doing this. Yeah. You know, So yeah. I, I find that really cool because that's what people need to be. You for know, sure. There's a combination of, yes, you need to provide, but also you like life's too short to settle for less, also too long. So yeah, find something, some, find something you enjoy. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, so how long, so how long have you been doing this as a hobby? I think you kind of talked about, but then also full time. Like, mm-hmm. um, so hobby, like it, it kind of started, um, when I first got that camera back yeah. in like the beginning of 2018. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I, I kind of decided to go, go after this thing about a year ago. Mm-hmm. I really decided I was like, man, I, I, uh, I remember I was having a conversation with my dad and I was like, Dad, I'm thinking about buying this camera. I was like, this camera is an investment. How much was the camera? It was, uh, if you were to buy it new, it's a $3,000 camera mm-hmm. without any lenses. This is crazy. And I was like, that's an investment. Oh, like, yeah. I was like, but if I do it, like, that means I can go after the high paying gig. Like, that's that's the Here's equipment the, you need. And a smart thing for you is like, 3000 can make you 50000 50, Like, you just have to utilize what you're putting your money into to get what you want out of it. It's like stocks. But so, yeah. Man, going. I wrestled with that for months. What, what did your dad say? He was, he like, was like, uh, no. yeah, he was just kind of like, you know, hey, and I was, I would bounce ideas off him. Mm-hmm. Dad has always been good with just like keeping me grounded. Or like, if I would say, I'm always just like, hey, if I'm doing something stupid, like, let me know. Like, yeah. I can't always see what I'm doing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can try, but I sometimes get it in my own head. Yeah. And so it's just nice to have other people to come in and like, kind of help you out. Mm-hmm. And so I was bouncing ideas off him. I'm like, well, if I do this, I, I know I can do this and I can get this. And I would have to spend at least, you know, 4,000 to get started. Yeah. Um, but I was like, man, if I'm, you know, shoot two weddings, I'm already on the positive. 
Yeah. Like that makes sense. In my mind, I like I could see it and I was like, that's a, so you, a small investment to actually get going. So you looked at it the half glass full, not half empty. Oh, for because sure. Because I feel like there's a lot of people that would look at it. I want to do this as a passion of mine, but uh it cost me four thousand. Yeah. And they don't look okay, well, there's opportunities with that four thousand. So yeah. and with that, like I, I've kind of learned with myself if I'm like thinking about buying something for over a month or two, then I probably should just buy it mm-hmm. because I'm wasting time. Yeah. Like I it's just something in me, like anytime I really think about it and I'm like, man, I, I think I could do this. I think I could do this. And I'm like, over and over, like I play it out in my head and I'm like, I, I can kind of see the, not see the future, but like I can see, I play it out in my mind, like mm-hmm. what would happen if I did this? I just kind of like scenario playing, like okay, yeah. if I did X, Y, Z, this is what will happen. And yeah. so I was like, man, if I did this, I, if I bought this camera, I think I could make this happen. I could get this job. I could get, you know, and like. Yeah. And that just made sense to me. So yeah, it's common sense, and you're being self-aware. It's like, where am I going to be at in the next couple of months? Yeah. It's like, do I really want to do this? Then I should, I should do it. I think sometimes people overthink it a lot of times, and I think sometimes people underthink it. And I think you really have that balance because I mean, I could test on the audience. I remember you want to buy this camera, or these ring lights, or the, the gimbal that mm-hmm. is an expensive piece of equipment that helps you know for videographers just to stabilize the and capturing, just especially for weddings. Yeah. Just to you know, there's no movement. It's just clear video. And you kind of thought about it for like maybe a week. You're like, I'm going to get it. And I'm like, are you sure Dawson's going to put it? He's like, yeah, but I know I'm going to use it yep. for a long term. Yep. And you just made the decision. Yep. You executed it. Man, that was one thing. Like even just mentioning that, the gimbal, like I've always went after the equipment that I know will last. Yeah. And it might be the most expensive equipment, mm-hmm. but I know like I don't have to upgrade. Yeah. And that's kind of a big deal. Like because normally people will buy you know, the $500 camera, then they go to the thousand, then they go to the 15, then they go to the 2000. Well, if you do all the math, you just (laughs) spent as much, if not, you spent way more than what you would if you just went for the top Hmm. and then made it from there. And so, um, and I understand not everyone has the, just the money where they can just throw down that much or whatever their, their season of life. Um, and so I just took the risk. I jumped and I said, Hey, I'm going after it and I'm going to get the equipment that I need. And, uh, that's kind of just how I started it out. Yeah. Well, I think it's, when you said not, not that many people might have the money, but I think it's cool because you have credibility. You came from a background that didn't have much money, um, and you had work for it. So I think it gives people like, hey, if you really want it bad enough, you're going to work hard. You're going to find any way to do it, yep. and you did it. Whether it's saving money, where it's taking another job, yep. sometimes you got to do that to, to yep. fuse your goals, your passions. And because sure. obviously you're not going to do the the whole time when you're growing, yep. but you just sometimes you just got to do what you got to do to to get to, to get it. You know, uh, it's 100%. not it's not just uh, oh yeah, it's easy. Just go out and because even for me with the lawn business and landscape and. And stuff like that. There's this definitely risk you had to play into it. Whether it's buying a four thousand plus dollar mower, it's like, I mean, if I told any twenty year old, twenty one year old, I'm gonna buy spend four thousand plus and then another stuff on equipment, they'd be like, why are you spending that much money on a mower? Yes, like yeah. that's the stupidest thing. Yeah. But what it really doesn't realize is that mower has brought in probably twenty thousand plus, um, and which is just like the camera. So yeah. just utilizing what you have and just trying to be smart with your money is, is super important. Um, and then even going into like the photography, obviously you've been working out of the year. I remember you coming to group with the guys about last, yeah, about last year, I want to say, and you're like, Hey, I think I'm going to maybe really try to get into this work on my craft. You, you're showing us videos, you know, about, you know, doing, um, um, better certain types of skills with the video, the, the things you can edit with it. Um, you know, transitions were a big thing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I remember you kind of coming, like, I'm learning this. And it was kind of all on your own, I think, right? You kind of learned it mostly on your own. Yeah, just like through YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's everything. It's <laughs> so, so it's sweet. literally the school. It's, the, it's literally the school 2020, and it's yeah. going to be for the next, I don't know how many years it's going to be alive. But um, yeah, I wanted to talk about that because you said you wanted to do it, and here you are now. 
and mm. you're doing it. And I remember, cool, I remember about a year and a half, I said the same thing to you. I said, hey, I want to do a podcast. Yep. And, uh, and you're like, Christian, just do it then. Like, mm-hmm. plan it, but execute it. Let's and go. It took me a little longer, but it's kind of crazy for us to see the just the fact that we were real with ourselves. We yep. kept each other accountable, and we're, and we're doing that right now. Yep. In photography, and we're doing a podcast about your photography. Yep. So, crazy. really awesome to do that. But I remember you coming and saying, like, man, you definitely had, like, man... I just photo. I'm not. Like, I just don't like it. I could do so much. I'm like, well, dude. I thought it looked great, yeah. but obviously you have a different eye when you're in that skill and you've see, you're watching all the best, so you're comparing that work For and how sure. can I get better. Um, has there been any like failures or like frustrations um, with trying to learn this skill, kind of on your own? Yes. Um, you know, through the past year, maybe it's just from the very beginning of you trying to do the video and photography and editing that, and because I know you're. I would almost say you want to be perfectionist. You yeah. know, you're not, you don't call yourself perfect, but you always want to strive to, to have, to be better. Yeah. And then, um, and then kind of just some, maybe some, some frustrations or even some failures or things that went wrong, like even doing stuff that's paid for. Yeah. You know? No, I think failures. Um, yeah, I fail every day. Like mm-hmm. I literally fail every day doing photography or video. And, and I think that's with any craft that you choose to, to work at or go after. Um, and I remember, like, if I if I didn't realize that um, just failing in general is it's 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 important. It's mm-hmm. a teacher. But if you're not failing, then you're not growing. And yeah, so you have to fail to get better. Um, There's a quote by Star Wars and Star Wars by Yoda it says <laughs> it. the greatest teacher failure is that Yoda says. <laughs> I so. love that. <laughs> that like that kind of wraps up photography for me. Like, I heard a I heard a quote uh, not a couple months ago. And it was like, if you failed, congrats. It means you like you started and tried. Mm. And it's like most people don't even do that. Yeah. So failure, if that's your gauge, as in if like if that's success versus failure, I think you're missing it. But if you fail over and over, that's success because you're growing. Like that's yeah. just something There's, you need you're to like one grasp. Ne- you're one step closer to what you want to get. Um, Rex, I want you to talk even more because you have so much to say um, and offer. Um, but I think I think what I've been really wrestling with is just the definition of failure. I feel like if we change our perspective of failure yeah. not being the outcome of it, but more so failing is not trying. Yeah. That would literally change when we start because I feel like people think, oh, failure is the outcome. I mean, Michael Jordan missed half the shots he did. Yeah. I mean, you have Kobe Bryant who missed shots like that, or you have LeBron James who's missed five NBA finals. He hasn't won. I mean, he's went, he could have had five more rings and he doesn't have them. Does he stop? Yeah. No, he's still going. You have you guys like Michael Phelps who have been injured, um, then it came from a comeback, and they, they're, they're you know, like, hey, I've lost a lot of races, but yeah. I'm going to be the most decorated Olympian because that's that's the goal. Um, but yeah, I was going into yeah. what you wanted to say. Man, even into like failing, um, I had this motto that I kind of came up with when I first started video. I started video this last winter, so about, what is that, eight months ago-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, never done video before. And I just had this camera. It's really a photography camera, like just photos, but I'm, it has some video capabilities. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn how to do video. And video looked fun. Like I've seen YouTube stuff and I'm like, oh, that's so dope. Like the the idea of like throwing together different clips to tell a, a story, like that just like fires me up. I don't know if that makes sense, but like I just get passionate oh, about that. It like, makes, well, like, makes so, it's so like, enjoyable to watch. Oh man, I love that. I love it, love it, love it. So I was like, I want to learn how to do that. Well, video is a whole new ball game. Like I just tried, you know, photography for um, maybe a year and then I was like, maybe I should tackle this new beast, which... <laughs> I think I like bit off more than I could chew, but like photography has always been like the staple video has been more of the fun stuff. And like, um, 
learning it has been a joy. Now with Instagram, like that's my platform that I, I run everything through. Um, but back in the winter, I made a video and it was the first video I've ever made. Literally the first video I've ever made, hands down, just like I made it and I was like, I have to post this. Like it's not good, yeah. but I made it. And I was just like, all right, I'm gonna give it out to the people. I'm like, this is it. Like this is my starting point. And in that caption, I said, uh, my little motto is practice your craft and fail well. Hmm. I and remember so that post too. I was like, and I don't know what, I, I don't know if I've ever heard that like caption before, like that practice your craft fail well. I don't know if I came up with it. You probably I don't came know. up with it. Yeah. It just felt good. I typed it. I was like, I like it. I'm mm-hmm. going to keep it because I want people to know this is where I started. And then I can now look back and next, my plan is like a year from that video, I'm going to make another one really similar to it but with all the tricks and the things I learned and I'm gonna like try to make a better video Mm. and say, hey, this is first video, this is second video, this is where I started, this is where I'm at now, this is not where I wanna be, but like I'm gonna get better, this is like the progress. And so that's kinda the idea behind photo and video is just like, man, we gotta gotta continually get better. I gotta teach myself new things, man. I've spent so many hours behind the screen editing or watching tutorials and like most people don't get to see that part of me that's they the thing they see. see is like the, the picture of the you know the iceberg we see and like they see the success but they don't see the countless. I mean even going into it talking a little bit about with that I think that's so cool because I think you're gonna do so much better. And when he released that video, uh, we came with all the group of our guys that we kind of do life with. Uh, he posted and I thought it was amazing and he's like, dude, nah, it's, it's I can be so much better, you know. And that was his <laughs> video. So it's just kind of funny when you're in that yeah. field, you're just more particular in what you put out. And but I love that you're transparent about it. Um, I remember there's many times we'd meet up and we, we've done a lot of video. We, we did the messenger coffee video. I think it'd be kind of fun to reshoot that and see how, how much better yeah, we could do. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I can tell even because I think it could be way done way better just because I think I've seen his work and um, I'm trying to do some video stuff and he's given me so many great tips on how to get better in that transitions. Um, uh, but yeah, I know you recently just said you had some like some things that kind of went wrong or something. With, oh, yeah. What was that one thing of like, you know, telling photographers like, you know, not always the money or you were telling me that it kind of went wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, with money and doing photography, I can get kind of tricky. Um, but one of the things I realized recently is I had a shoot with a family and it was a last minute thing, like literally last minute. Um, and I agreed to shoot with them. Uh, and I was like, I gave them my price and they took it and I was like, cool. And it all just kind of went South. Like everything from like showing up, no one was like on time, like, the location wasn't good. The time of the day wasn't good. So the sun was really bright. It made everyone's faces look not good. Everyone's squinting. Like, and there was nothing I could do. We were in the middle of a sunflower field. Like, it just doesn't look good. Yeah. So like, I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna do the best I can with it. But I ended up giving the the family the photos, and I just got an email back like, hey, we don't like these photos. Mm. We 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 don't. Frankly, we just don't think they look good. Um, and I'm yeah. like, well. Uh, shoot. Yeah. Like, it just, and it, it kind of played a little bit into my mind, like, oh, like, it's my, edit, it's my editing fault. Like, it looks, it's my eye that's bad. It's, yeah. Um, it's these things. But there's a lot of um, external factors that had to be played out in that. Um, and so just, like, even though it was a paid gig, like, I honestly probably would have looked back and, like, mm, may have not taken that gig. Yeah. Um, just because, even though it was paid, just for the hassle that I yeah. had to go through with it. Yeah. Um, and that's just something I think you have to learn with photography as yeah. you go. It's just like, man, you 
sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, yeah. and you just got to roll with it. Yeah, roll with the punches, what they say. I guess, yeah. Uh, I know, because I you remember telling that. And you also kind of told me, you're like, I asked, like, did that kind of play into your, like, worth of being a photographer? And what did you tell me? <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. It, it messed with me for a yeah. little bit. I was like, man, I suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, and even though it's so funny how the mind plays in that, yeah. all, of, all the great work and the, the things that you've done, and there's hundreds of people that have complimented some of the best friends, people you don't even know, like, I love your work. Yeah. Um, and then yet one bad thing like that can literally, because I remember you're just like, maybe I shouldn't even do photography anymore. Maybe I'm really that bad. Yeah. And it's like that, that, that voice, that negative voice inside your head. And it's like trying to deal with that. How do you? How did you deal with that? I'm kind of trying to, you know, get back up from that. Yeah, great question. Um, overall, I think just just reminding myself of like what you were saying, um, like just having uh, more of the truth playing out in your mind. Like all the people that are like, hey, this was like your 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 work is good. Yeah. And like just remembering all the past work you've done that everyone like enjoyed or whatever it mm-hmm. was. Um, the thing about photography that's kind of uh, that can play a role in your mind is it's an art. So mm-hmm. when you put out your work, it's it's your it's your work. Yeah. So it's like this is something I created and I'm giving to you. And so if it's turned down, it's like oh shoot, like I made something that wasn't good. Yeah. Um, but overall, like even even editing a photo, it's super. Um, there's just such a process to it to where you your eyes have to see. And you're like, man, this is my style. This is my editing like choice. This is how I work. So when people pay me or people come to me and they're like, hey, let's do photos, they're normally paying me not only just for the, the photo, like the the composition of the photo, but normally the coloring and the yeah. edit style too. There's so much more that people don't even realize that go into it. So, I, don't, I only know that because I've worked with you multiple yeah. times, you know? You could, yeah, you've had a, <laughs> I know. Kind of front row seat oh, to see I've the had process. A front row seat to just you taking photos of me, editing, even showing me how to do some of the editing stuff and back behind it and getting my input on what I think. And I'm like, dude, this is crazy. All the stuff that you have to do for this, you know? <laughs> and everyone's like, why does it cost so much? I'm like, oh, if you know how many hours <laughs> that this man has put into videography, the mess, say, for example, the messenger video, you could look that up. I think it's on, it's on my account. Yeah. Um, and then also he did a, a barber shop one. We did like a little promo video for our, one of our barbers. It's on his account, his Instagram account too. But I remember the messenger shoot, it took like an hour and a half, two hours I think probably to really yeah. shoot everything, vision it, division it, to capture it, to allow me to kind of do the things, what I need to do, what yep. you needed to do. And then plus, plus maybe another hour, two, three on editing it, you know? It was like seven hours. Seven hours total. <laughs> yeah, you used your face to show it all, yeah, you know? The and the barber, the barber probably took a little longer maybe. Oh man, that was, yeah. And that, yeah. like, it's all those, the reason they start taking so long is I'm learning. Like, I'm, mm. I'm still new. Um, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I haven't perfected this craft yet. Um, but every time we've done a video, it's always like, Hey, this is a new style of video. I want to like learn this. So like messenger, we were like, Oh, let's tackle these transitions. That Mm -hmm. looks really cool. How we do that. Let's practice. Um, and you were like super kind to help me. Yeah. Do it. I was all about it, man. So, talk about messenger and coffee and then video. I'm, I'm, I'm Oh yeah. It's a win-win. Oh yeah. It's a (laughs) win-win for everyone. And I think even like I've, you know, from your failures and frustrations and, that's a part of the process, and I hope people, like, if you are wanting to be an aspiring photographer, photographer, like, even, I mean, you look at Dawson now, he's like, dang, this guy's so good. Like, it seems like he's always started out like that, but you're not, you know? Not it's, and I remember even comparing our first couple photo shoots we've done, me and you, to, like, the one that we just did, like, last week. It yep. was, like, so, it was so fast. Like, it wasn't even, like, we just worked so well together. Yep. You knew how to, you know, do it. I knew yep. what you're kind of looking for, the lighting, stuff like that. First, at the very beginning, it was kind of, like, it took a lot longer. Oh, 100%. And so, I just think that there is... It gets it gets easier along the way because you get better and better. You're sure. growing. Yep. Um, and going kind of going into that, what are some like 
tips and advice you would give to someone who wants to be a photographer, videographer, um, or even someone who wants to make maybe an income out of the pro, um, out of it, and even like a process of making money with that. Yeah. I guess I'll sum that up. Kind of like the first thing is like, what are some tips and advice you give to someone? Uh, yeah, I think overall, you first got to know it's a process. Like, you will not turn around overnight and be the best of the best. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not the best of the best. I think I've grown faster than the average photographer um, just because I've had more time to grow in that. Um, I don't know, like I just, I spent a lot of time focusing on my energy and in, into that, but like, man, that's, that's t hours and hours of YouTube learning how to, and then like, you have to practice it. What you learn on YouTube, you have to go apply it. So, yeah. hey, now you got to go take a photo of something. You got to edit it the way you just learned it. So now I'm editing certain ways. Now I'm, I'm practicing new things. How do I use these like softwares? Do I have the right gear? Do I have the right equipment? Like, it's just all these mm. things, a learning curve. Um, and once you realize, like with photography, the biggest part of it is learning how to, like, shoot at the site. So whenever, like, it's a photo shoot, like, let's say it's me and you, right? Mm. You know, I'm with you. Like, the major chunk of it is I have to know what I'm doing in the moment at with you. Yeah. Now, I can go back and fix things in the computer and on a photo and color grade it. But if I mess up the photo in person, like, at the site, then... The photo's pretty much trash. Yeah, you can do So that. you have to learn those little tricks and those little things. Um, but man, just knowing it's a process. Uh, so if anyone was like thinking about it or doing it or just, and I think that's just anything with life. Like if you're going to commit, you got to commit, you go after it. Um, but just know it's not going to, you're not going to learn everything overnight. Hmm. Um, also know, like find help, find people that will help yeah. you grow. Um, you had some mentor, I guess you quote quote say some mentors or people you've worked with. I think yeah. Heather Crabb was one of them. You worked with, uh, was that her name? Sarah was another Sarah, photographer. Yep. yep. Uh, just had like people in my life that was willing to um, provide opportunity. Um, I never really had like someone sit down and like exactly like mentor me and mm. like coach me through. That was mainly YouTube. Um, like but Peter, having, Peter McKinnon. Yeah, that guy's a boss, man. Dude, he, <laughs> yeah, I love those videos. It's just, like mentorship is good, and I I know I'm not I'm not self made. Like that word self made. I don't think anyone is. I think mm. I've been helped so much by people, whether that's. Um, just people being willing to help me perfect my craft or um, show up at certain times where I need them or whatever it would be. Yeah. Like I just, I've had help. Um, I just have a really good support system. And uh, I think that's super key is just finding people that will help you and um, just know it's not going to, not going to happen overnight. Yeah. I think overall, like probably, I'm probably sitting at about two, three years of just learning how to mm -hmm. do photography. And yeah. I'm now starting to see a little bit more fruits where I'm like, yes, this is where I want to be. Like, yeah. I'm getting to, I'm like, I'm right there. Like, yeah. that makes sense. Like, I'm, oh, I'm not yeah. there yet, but like, I'm I'm like a few Trying to get to the mountain. good clients yeah. away from like being where I, I want to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you say, I know for, in, for videography, um, you almost, the model you told me is like, hey, Christian, shoot to edit. Yeah. You know? Like, so what I kind of explain to, to the audience what that kind of means. Yeah. Shoot to edit just means think in your mind, um, what you're shooting, like what the, the picture is going to be and then what it's going to look like when you're watching it back. Hmm. So when you edit it, like think, okay, how am I uh, going to transition this? How is it going to flow? Like if I just take 10 random shots of a, a nature scene yeah. and I try to throw it all together and there may not be a story, but if I, if I, if I show maybe a leaf falling from a tree, landing in the pond, and then it goes down a creek, and then it's like showing the path of a leaf, that tells yeah. a story of the leaf doing something. Yeah. Versus just ten random shots of everything. So it's like, how do I want to portray this story? How do I want to share this? Um, and that's kind of in life too. You just gotta think, think ahead. Like, what do these actions that I'm doing now? What are they gonna play out in the future? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's just 
thinking more on a video mindset. Yeah, I know because I was like, you can't just take random videos. I mean, you can, but the editing process is not everything. I think videographers and photographers are some of the most creative people because they have to be. They have to tell a story. They have to provide um, just a clarity with what's going on in whether it's a picture or the video. And I think you've done that very well. And you're still learning and stuff like that. And then I guess even so, even like with that, obviously with people who do want to make an income or maybe there's a... um, a mom out there or maybe you know a young girl that wants to be a photographer or videographer and she wants to be stay home and make some side side money to be yeah. able to support or maybe there's a there's a young boy who's like man I, I see Dawson stuff I really want to be at his level you know yeah. or I want it. it's crazy because I think people I look at you I think now it's like you can say like, dang Dawson has a level of its own and now you're even going back to the you're getting the cars thing um, it's yeah, like that's so funny. All the guys are like, you know, geeking out. I mean, I mean, you're like they have like a crush on you now, man. <laughs> I mean, because it's like Dawson, the cars. Um, how would you say the process of making that money? Because I feel like everyone says, you know, like, oh yeah, you just make good pictures and it's quick. But you've done a lot of free stuff. Kind of share what you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do to kind of get there. Yeah. So one thing I learned real early on is like you have to be willing to work for free because you need a portfolio. If you don't have a portfolio, no one's gonna hire you. Um, so you have to have work to show and it kind of sucks cause I've always been like, man, my work is good. Like I know it's to this caliber and it's like, I, I could get money for my work. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't have a portfolio, man, you got to work on your portfolio. Um, and it's, it's got it just like any other business you, you provide. Um, this is what I've done. This is why you can trust me. This is my consistent results. Um, so you can expect the same mm-hmm. when you hire me. That's pretty much what I'm telling my clients when I show them my photos and on my website and whatnot. Um, but knowing like the gigs I want to get are like, let's say it's car photography. I just started car photography two months ago. So August 5th, I think is when I like had my first, I think I made my Instagram. Yeah. So that was what, two months ago? Mm-hmm. So two months. I had to shoot for free to get a portfolio so that I could show, hey, this is what it will look like if you let me shoot your car. Yeah. Um, it sounds funny, but like people pay you to shoot their cars. So I was yeah. like all about that. Yeah. I'm not a car guy. I like the way they look, but I, I like money and I like photography. So yeah. that just works it, out it, well. It works out well. <laughs> so like, so I, you just have to work for free for a little bit. But then, man, I just, I, I just attack it at different angles. So whether that's learning how to market yourself, but you just have to continually grind and grind and like there will be a day that that you break into the the paying yeah. gigs um it just takes time yeah especially consistent hmm. you might have a few growing i think i had a few that were like uh a few paying gigs like every every other month maybe like hmm. one like small gig yeah and that's cool that's like motivation you're like oh i've got like a little bit of encouragement i can keep going yeah. um but to have consistent work and I'm not even there yet. Like yeah. I'm just now getting there. Like I, I love that. I love the attitude though. Man. Like oh man, I'm so close. Yeah. Like it's like right there. Yeah. But um, like to get consistent work, that's what we're after. Yeah. Like you can get a few gigs every to now. To make and a legitimate full time income. Like hey, I'm my passion and it's it's fueling everything. Yep. You know? um, yeah. Yeah. I remember doing the car shoot. We did. Me and you did a car shoot. Yep. There's one guy, the the Hellcat. Yeah. Sick car. I mean, so go cool. to go to his car. Um, I'm car um, page on Dawson Cars. Um, you'll see some of the Hellcat. Um, but I, it was so fun because I was like, yeah, I'll help you out and I'll pay you coffee if you help me out. Yeah, yeah. So I get, I, I was able to drive uh, Dawson's Benz 
and I was in the I was driving, and Dawson was in the passenger seat. We get on the highway, Dawson, because we're doing some like uh, moving shots, like Fast and Furious. And so, don't try this at home, kids. But yeah, we for were, real. Yeah, seriously. But he literally was. I would. We we hooked a Bluetooth call. We we called him, and uh, we to, to match speeds or me to go faster for him to go faster to get certain shots of the cars and the, and the, and the wheels and the rims. And and I remember just like Dawson, literally like half of his body out of the passenger seat with the camera with his you know thousand dollar plus camera, just taking shots like at sixty miles an hour. You know, it was definitely uh, it was cool to see kind of behind the scenes and. I feel like I did a decent amount, decent, decent uh, oh, job at driving. Yeah. yeah. And like, we were just trying to match speeds. So like we're on the highway driving, you know, he's in the car that we're shooting is in one lane and we're in the other. And it's like, I'm like, I need him to pull up a little bit. And I'm like hanging out of the window, yeah. holding my camera to the ground, trying to take photos yeah. of this car. So I got to watch out for cop cars. Oh, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like looking to make sure I'm gotta the speed's careful, going right? good. Yeah. We yeah. Gotta, definitely got to be, got to be safe. Yeah. But well, we gotta do what we yeah. gotta do for the photo. Right? Def- definitely different animal than taking you know senior portraits or something like oh, that. 100%. In the car, but yeah, <laughs> a lot that was just, risk. You know, this, we just the fact that we've been able to do that together that was just super fun. The fact that you get into that opens up opportunities, and so, I think you would agree that with you know you're gonna have to put in a lot of work and build that portfolio portfolio up. And I feel like everyone in in life, just in general, whatever business they're pursuing, they have to eventually have to yeah. get credibility, okay. even if you know your work's good. But I think the fascinating thing to me is you never know if that one picture that you've done for free can lead to one open door that could lead yep. to a big game chamber where they know someone and they see this photo and they're willing to pay 3000 5000 whatever yep. whatever it is in, in the field that you're in, Dawson for photography, photography. Yep. You just never know. And I feel like that's the mindset you have to have. Let me give you an example. That's yeah. cool. So yeah, let's do it. One of the things that was um, I realized this like real-time lesson kind of thing is um, – there was a company called Collective X. Um, they're in Kansas City, the crossroads. Um, and I did a little photo shoot at my house on my own. I went, I bought some supplies from Office Depot or whatever. Um, I bought like this little poster board that's black, and I bought a little like plate that yeah. looks cool that matches the black. It's like yeah. white and black. And so I was like, cool, that's cool, whatever. I made a coffee scene. Like I did coffee photography, like, or a little drink. And what I did is I like, I staged a shoot. No one's paying me. I was just kind of doing it for fun to see, hey, can I do this? I probably spent like 30 bucks to get supplies. And I took these photos and I ended up like doing, you know, pouring cream and the iced coffee and the condensations on the glass. It looks really that, good. Yeah. And there's coffee beans scattered out. It's just like an artsy kind of photo. And when I went into this this coffee shop, I was like, hey, like, I'm, you know, hey, do you guys ever need photography? I, I'm always ask people, you know, I'll go into businesses and talk to them and talk to the owner if I can, um, just to see if I can make connections. Because um, you never know who you're going to run into or who you're going to talk to. And uh, I ended up showing this guy that photo, and he was like, this photo is amazing. Hmm. And he's like, it's like, it's so, like, whatever. And, like, that was the photo that caught his eye. Yeah. I had other photos I thought were way better, and I was, like, showing him. He's, like, yeah. not like, about not, it. Yeah. But then, like, the one with this coffee, that was, like, a $30 setup at my house. I had, like, and he, he wanted that. Like, not that he wanted it, but he was, like, I want you to do product photography for me. Mm. So, man, we set up a deal, and, like, I got into, that was, like, one of my first gigs mm. of ever. Just yeah. because I decided to shoot one thing, which was, like, a food photography, a coffee. Yeah. And then he ended up having me shoot like a line of his products. Yeah. And then now I get to use his products as my portfolio. Yeah. And this is that you did work actual work with with that person. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect example, man. I'm glad you shared that. And I think that's it's just a prime. And what? How much did it cost? What? Thirty bucks to do that and a couple, you know, 
and hours and you know sometimes you get it but sometimes it's like you got to bet on the positivity and yeah. the opportunity in those moments and you got way more than thirty dollars i yep. know that so that was awesome. you know, <laughs> yeah yeah and the, and, the, and the shots look good um and yeah so i just think that's this is kind of cool just the, the process of of you dawson and you know i think it's 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 proof that no matter where you where you're from what you go through um, how much money you had as a as a kid to, to now if you want it bad enough you're gonna do it yep. and you've shown me that in the past year um, with the guys you're around um, I think it's a big thing too is do you think as far as your where you're at today you think it's really important to surround yourself with people that really are about their passions and you know pursuing pursuing that and really being around people that are like-minded yeah 100 percent. I think you are who you surround yourself with hmm. um, if you surround yourself with guys or girls that are just they're not trying to go anywhere in life, then you're not going to go anywhere in life either. You're just going to be stuck and stagnant. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. Um, but if you surround yourself with the people that are going to push you, they're going to push each other because um, they want the best for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like our relationship is yeah. kind of similar to that where we're like, hey, what are you doing? You know, awesome. Hey, how can I encourage you? How can I help you? How can I like, oh, you need a photo shoot? Cool. Like, I got you. Like, that's just kind of how we roll. Like, yeah. We're trying to help each other out. We're for each other. Um, and I think that is super, super important. That's your support system. Yeah. You know, like, if you don't have a good support system, like then you're depending on yourself and yourself alone, which can be done, but it's not ideal. It's not yeah. easy. Yeah. Like, it's not easy. Like why what? would you? Why would you want to sell for less or more? You yeah, know, I think, you, yeah. If, I mean, I think you can be good on your own, decent. But why would you? I think. But if you want to be who you who you're created to be and to be the best, you need people that are going to be in your realm giving you, hey, this is good, or maybe you can work on this a little bit better. Or this was still, you know, not bad, but. Or maybe, hey, I encourage you when, when things are tough. Yep. Um, or give you, I think the biggest thing is a different set of eyes. Like, I feel like the guys in our group are totally different. We're all just super different. But 100%. we have one, like, we have a lot of the like the same goal. Um, we're just making each other better in, in whatever craft that we have. Yep. You know, whether it's, you know, whether it's podcasting YouTube for me, whether it's videography, photography for you, whether it's even mowing with me and or for, for Alex, it's mowing in the big, in the big corporation yep. and doing stuff with each other, like trying to get our names out, yep. you know, or it's, you know, it's Fuego doing, you know, you know, security, making websites like this, like stuff I don't even, you know, understand. And he, he's going to teach me that and I'm going to help him out. So it's just like so cool how we can go back and, and Josh into sales and entrepreneurship. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just super important if like people miss that, they see all these things, but there's other outside factors that play into who you are and the business you have. And uh, kind of leading to that, I know like obviously it's purpose, passion, and coffee. We, we definitely know your passion, we've had some coffee. Um, but what would you say is, because I feel like it's a, it's a really, it's a driving force behind what you really do in life, um, is your purpose. And I guess what would you, what, what what's Dawson Putoff's purpose in life and like, where would you think you get that from? Yeah. Um... That's a great question. That's something I've been like really wrestling with this last couple months, just like really honing in on like, what is my actual purpose? Um, Cause I've had a lot of drive, I've had a lot of passion, um, but I think purpose is a little bit more deep and it also helps determine what your goals are. It helps determine your direction. Um, and so just really wrestling with that. Um, my purpose, I think ultimately is um, helping people. And normally that looks like helping people become the, like, fullness that they can be um it's something deep inside me that i just like long to help people grow and it's hard to explain because even with photography like that's not really where that fits Mm -hmm. but photography gives me the availability to help people like gives me that freedom to meet up for coffee talk through things um encourage people come alongside people grow whatever it is that they need um photography is just like an outlet for me to do the things that i want to do um, and so with purpose, 
man, it, it ultimately, I think it kind of, that's why physical therapy was so attractive is like, I got to see and actually like tangibly see people get better and like help them go back to the life that they wanted to live. Uh, and that just fires me up. Like that encourages me to keep going and pushing on. Um, and so I think the, the, the root of that or the, um, the foundation of that is Christ. Like just seeing, um, like Jesus's love for us. And that's just my, um, way that I can help display his love Mm -hmm. is just, he helped me and I'm just going to freely help. Like that's just how we go. He he gives and I just give more like what he gave. That's just kind of the, the circle that we're after. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. I think we kind of see we see the same yeah. eye, eye to eye on that. Where I think it's really important to have when, when someone's purpose is kind of aligned together, helping people out because I think it's life is, is is hard and there's a lot of voices inside and outside um, that's determining what is where do you get your purpose. And I think for both of us, we can agree that you know knowing Christ that He's loved us more. It's like well, shoot, if He's done all this for us. It's like man, I know what I need to do. I need to help other people. Yeah. And then I like that. That's been the driving force of just what you've done and and the things that you've been able to accomplish already at such a young age and i loved how you said you know it is your passion but it's giving you time to really fulfill your purpose not inside photography that was that was so i was that was so cool it wasn't inside photography it was outside so because you're doing photography it gives you the time to do the things that you really love doing meeting up for coffee encouraging people being with family yeah um you know sharing sharing what god's done in your life so they can have the same thing i think that's I think sometimes people don't think that they just go on their job. This is what I'm here, and then the other time is just I can't do anything with it. It's like no, it's 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 kind of that paradigm is kind of cool how you thought about that yeah. and, and said that. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's been such a it's a great time having you on. Um, I know um, a lot of people are going to take away from this, and just you're still in the process of of getting better and achieving greater things. You've had even I know in the past uh, couple past year you've had so many great deals, some that have been like worked out, and some that have not. Um, you know, if there's some like last words you'd give to someone who wants to really pursue their passion and go after it 100%, I know I'm kind of putting you on blast um, on this, but you, what would be kind of like your some of the last things you would say to someone to really go forward or get out of their comfort zone and risk it? Yeah, just keep failing forward. I mm-hmm. think that's the ultimate goal. Like if you can keep failing, like you'll you'll learn how to succeed eventually. Like mm-hmm. just keep failing over and over and over. And that's it. That's like. I think that's life yeah just keep failing but don't stop yeah failing, failing you yeah. know what i mean by yeah. That? like yeah, yeah. keep yeah. freaking going so you do then you're, you're not gonna grow mm. i think that's that's the ultimate challenge is step out fail step out again fail yeah <laughs> and you may never succeed that's okay yeah <laughs> keep failing yeah like, that's how because if you because the thing is i think dawson if you if you don't know if you because you're never gonna know if you're not gonna try it yeah. Like you have to try something, you physical therapy to, to national guard, to now photography, photography. And yeah. I just, and now getting into cars, different realms of that area. Yeah. I just think it's like trying sushi. Like someone doesn't know what sushi tastes <laughs> yeah. like. Well, well, how do you try it? Well, I don't know if I like it. Well, you just put it in your mouth and you try it and then you know if you like it. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing with, with anything you want to pursue. You just got to try it. 100%. And, I, and I love that perspective that you have. Um, it's so important to not, to, to, um, look at failure as a negative thing but as a positive thing for sure but yeah bro i appreciate you so much um mm-hmm. being on the podcast um again you guys can uh, find dawson um on instagram and his website please you know um reach out to him if you want you know any type of photo shoots he's he's more than willing to to work with you um and kind of send you some vision um, about what you would want to do um he's great i've worked with him many times you go to my page i feel like three or three or four of the photos the big shoots are are dawson because 
it's hard to find someone who really wants to really just loves what he does and wants to make it the best as he can. So again, thank you so much for joining Dawson. Oh, appreciate it. Thanks. Um, hope you have a blessed day. It's uh, it's been real, man. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you found it valuable in any way, uh, please send it, share it to anyone that you know that could utilize it in their life. Um, subscribe to the podcast if you'd like. Um, if you know of anyone that would want to be on the podcast that you could see or that you would, um, or any questions that you have regarding any topics that have been talked about, please call me or text me at 816-714-9904. You can always catch me on any social media platform at christian.j.lynch. Um, you can also reach me there anytime. Um, again, guys, know your purpose, pursue your passion, and most importantly, enjoy the process. Till next time.